Greetings, salutations, and welcome, community friends, to the Write Write Podcast, Season 2, Episode 19, A Day in the Life of the Writer. I am Elon. I am John. And I'm Craig. And we are doing this podcast that has a tagline, and that tagline is your weekly pep talk on living the writing life. But today we're talking about your your day, not your week. So... So it's a little confusing for me. Um, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to not get too hung up on that distinction during our conversation today. Well, I will talk about the weekly versus daily just to make this work. Oh so my god! I okay. All right. I trust. I trust that we're gonna we're gonna get there somehow. <laughs> um. So like, we 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 talked about this a little bit um, a couple episodes ago. We were talking about making a living as a writer. Um, so, so this will touch sort of half on that and half on this, on this, when you're not, uh, making your living as a writer, uh, what the day, what a day in your life looks like when you're a writer, either full-time or part-time or hobbyist. Um, because I'm sure we've done all of those as individuals, um, except full-time because I haven't done full-time independent writer yet. Um, so we have... A lot more going on in our lives. We got pets, interests, lives. Uh, we have mouths to feed, including our own. Um, where do we fit writing into our lives? Um, and because I don't really have any kind of formula right now, and I'm hoping to find one, I'm going to ask the two of you, since you have a much more um, consistent approach to your daily life as writers. Uh, sure, I can go first. Um, I think to give listeners some context, I'd classify myself as a part-time writer. Um, I do make some income on a monthly basis that is fairly consistent um, based on my writing, but it's certainly not enough to be a full-time writer, so I do have a full-time day job, so that's your context there. Um as we discussed a couple episodes ago, if you spend all day staring at a computer screen and answering emails, like your mind just turns to mush by the end of the day, and so you can't write at the end of the day. Uh, I tend to do my writing before I go into work, because I start a little bit later than the average person, so that gives me about an hour at home to write or to do some other writing-related things. Um, like everybody who's in this sort of situation I do have to balance writing with everything else like as much as I would love to write an hour before work Monday to Friday sometimes I just can't um, like this week at my day job for instance this week is typically the busiest week of the year because we have our annual fundraising gala on Saturday in addition to that, we're launching a new website on Saturday, and I'm one of the main people helping with that. And we're launching a new logo and a rebrand on Saturday, and I'm also one of the main people helping with that. So, like, my life is insane this week. I've not written a single word, but when I look at how writing fits into my life with everything else, there is that sense of balance. Um, and it's making sure that I go back to that sense of balance. Like, this week all balance out the window there is no balance it's all work all the time but next week i just need to make sure that since everything ends on saturday next week i need to make sure that i get back into that routine of writing at least three days a week before i go to work um because you can't as much as i would love to stick to that routine every week of the year i just can't so it's making sure that i have that commitment to do it whenever possible 
Yeah, I think I think the idea of the big picture versus the small picture is very important because there's always going to be exceptions. And so, as a you know, as a writer, I guess you know if that's where your core motivation is is that you wanna you wanna become full time writer and you wanna live that life where you don't have anything else in the way. Um, your uh, boy, oh boy, the cats are having some kind of war on the. Sofa. Yeah, it, I actually this the sound that just came through on my headphones, and I really hope that it's in the podcast episode. It sounded like either very distant comical gunshots. Or like bubble wrap. It, yeah, yeah. It was uh, scratching the back of the couch, is what it was. So really, that's to illustrate my point that cats. <laughs> yeah. Get go to a coffee shop to do your writing. <laughs> it's so true. My cat <laughs> likes to sit on my keyboard, on my laptop keyboard, um, or if I'm on my desktop, she'll she'll post up between the keyboard and the screen, so that I cannot look at anything but her. Um, and she is a princess, and I, uh, didn't, I mean, what am I going to do, not pet her a bunch? Yeah, when I do my one hour of writing before I go to work, our normally nasty cat wizard, like, not nasty to me, nasty to strangers, but that cat comes onto my lap at about 8.15 in the morning, and he doesn't just, like, sit there or try to cuddle. He tries to roll over onto his back in my lap so I can scratch his tummy. But if I don't do it fast enough, he just rolls completely over, stands up, repositions himself, flops down, and starts rolling over again. And I keep pushing him away, but he is super (laughs) persistent. Like, I cannot. And my problem is my before-work coffee shop where I used to do my writing has gone out of business. So it's like I have nowhere to go. Before I go to work, so right now I have to write at home, and this cat is driving me insane. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. So, so that's, a, that's endearing and funny. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. We I know. Remember, we talked about where we write. Well, I think this is a good addition to that. Yeah. Um, because it, yeah, it's very true that aside from your your daily part of part of the daily life is where you write. It's a big big choice mm-hmm. uh writing at home or writing somewhere else um but now what i i know i was saying something before that interruption with the cats but um i think i was i was building off what craig had mentioned about how this week didn't really quite work out but in general it works well and if you can look at your core output and find some way to track yourself or to think about your progress on a large basis, that's good because as writers who are, you know, pushing to build your uh, output, build your readership, and, and you know, you're, you're building your career essentially, um, you want to find that line between procrastination and not getting it done and then being too obsessive where you don't give yourself time to uh, regenerate when you need it. Like mm-hmm. this week, if Craig could have just powered through and gone there extra early, but it just would have been the week from hell. Yeah, I mean, no and doubt your writing would have suffered and your work would have suffered. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so it's about that balance. And I think if inside your core you're motivated to write and you have your goals concretely defined, you've got your discipline as a writer there in place, then when these things happen, you know, it's sort of like having a solid foundation for a house and the wind comes and 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 you're still in place you haven't like fallen off the cliff or anything 
Yeah. But I, but I think, you know, to, to sort of balance that out, like you need to also be flexible. You need mm -hmm. to, and this is, this is the, this is sort of like, uh, I don't know. It's not, it, it, it's giving me like Kung Fu movie vibes, but the idea of being simultaneously very strong and also very limber, you're like, okay, you know, I write every day except when I don't. And that's all right. <laughs> like, you know, and being very solid in both of those, um, in both of those sort of simultaneous contradictory existences. Um, for my part, I'm very bad at writing every day and I'm, and I'm trying to, to build uh, the habit. Um, and I, I'm onto something and I'll talk about it a little bit later in the episode, uh, which I think has actually been very helpful um, and also fun. Uh, the, the thing about daily life is that um, like patterns feel really good like when you have routine, like routine is, is essential, especially like, you know, I, I've made no secret of the fact that I have, uh, I have anxiety, um, and I'm medicated for that. And there's a lot, there's a lot, it goes such a long way to have routine to mitigate anxiety and to mitigate stress. Um, and that, that is the benefit of creating for yourself a, like a daily, routine, a plan by which you adhere. Um, but it, it's a double-edged sword because that same anxiety can build when you miss a day, when you miss a day. Um, so that's that flexibility and that strength once again. Um, but like, you know, for instance, if you follow me on Twitter or Instagram, uh, at Bon Bonilon, just do it, do it listener. Why, why haven't you done it? I'm very entertaining. I tweet a lot about how much, uh, American politics is, is awful. You'll, you'll really enjoy it. Um, but if you follow me at all on these social media, resources, outlets, social media websites, um, you will know that I caught a stray kitten um, uh, in April, and uh, it necessarily consumed quite a bit of my time uh, hunting to figure out where the kitten was hiding. Uh, it was like a, a particularly rainy week. It was really stressful. We wanted to make sure that this little creature didn't die because it was very young. Um, we ended up rigging together a trap. Like it was this whole ornate thing that completely just wrecked. I didn't do my day job work. I like left work early. <laughs> it's just like, look guys, there's an animal in need. I'm going to go do this thing. And fortunately everyone that I, that the, the, my, my day job was very understanding and they were like, take pictures. Um, but then when we caught the kitten, we had this terrified, injured little creature that if you left the bathroom for more than 30 minutes um, and it didn't have something to focus on with its fear, um, it would meow like incessantly at this really high pitched, remarkably loud noise. Um, so I found myself sitting in the bathroom for hours at a time. Uh, and I brought my laptop in there once to write and that wasn't happening. Like I was sitting on the bathroom floor and it's just, I couldn't write in there. It was not the place. <laughs> um, so I, I, I didn't do any writing, uh, for the entire ordeal. Um, but I was otherwise nourished. Uh, it was nice to care for a small thing in need. Um, but it totally threw off my groove in, in the, in regards to writing, but those kinds of things happen. Things get in the way. Life happens. Strange things occur. I mean, the day before the cat thing happened, my bike was stolen out of our backyard. Like life will continue to happen. And you can either learn how to 
fold writing into your life in such a way, and I've referenced this many times, the way Brandon Sanderson did, where he would write in, be in between, uh, where he learned to write in the five-minute breaks he had when he was driving a tractor, or when he worked that night job at the hotel, and he worked, learned to write when he was uh, in between passing towels out or whatever it was he was doing. Or you learn that there is a time in a day, there is a time in the day at which you write, um, and you achieve that time or that word count limit that you've that you've set for yourself, and that is your that is your routine, um, or whatever whatever flexible amalgam of the two works for you. Um, it's we're going to keep coming back to this um, over and over and over again for the entire duration of this episode and all episodes to come. But there are as many ways to do this as there are writers trying to do it. Um, and learning from others and learning from the community and speaking to your um, the, the writing cohort online about how they manage the daily writing life is going to be a really helpful resource, but you have to discover what it is that works for you in terms of managing your energy, uh, managing your time, and feeling like you are... Like, like, like the act of writing and the lifestyle of the writer is a positive thing for you, generally. Um, I think that's going to be very important. Yeah, one thing that I can say, uh, I mean, in terms of the three of us here and the different lifestyles we we have, um, I probably have the most flexibility with my time because all of, I mean, the other work I do is entirely mine to schedule. I do, I basically deal with deadlines. So the only time that I might have to clear the plate is if there's something that it's due on such and such a day and oh crap crunch time right I try to avoid that but uh, I manage my time and I'm able to, to define a slot for writing time but um, right now it's two hours and my goal the day when the day comes I'm making a living on writing I would at most write for four hours a day because I find even now in how I work there's these two prime hours in the morning and then I can get a two-hour focused block it's sort of in that early afternoon and at that point, my brain just is on to other things. And so I think in even in the dream life of where I can do nothing but write, I would still want to do things like maybe do some art and have time to do personal things. I recently bought a PS3 so I could play the Final Fantasy games. And I nice. started piano in the evenings and just bringing back these things because it's so easy to get under the rock mm -hmm. uh, when you're just go, go, go. So, So I think... A big part, like kind of tying to what you're saying, is give yourself room to grow as a person and let life happen. Um, and so, you know, if your goal is I need to be writing eight hours a day, well, that's going to probably really crush you. And there's research, I mean, that has shown that um, that this kind of creative work, the amount of productive, good creative work that can be done in a day is limited. I think that the, I mean, I'm paraphrasing. Um, and there's a lot of research to this effect, but I think that the the sweet spot in terms of hours of productive creative work that anyone can be expected to perform in a day is between four and five. Yeah. Um, because it's this abstract thought, it requires a lot of energy. It, it you just you can't sit and do this for like eight hours unless you're on some kind of stimulant, which a lot of us are, but um, either caffeine or Ritalin or otherwise. Um, but the reality is, is that um, you know this this rock. We're like, okay, I'm going to make this rock a certain size, and then I'm going to just put it right here on my chest, and it's going to hurt and be terrible, and I'm going to tell everyone I enjoy it. 
Like, I'm, I'm buried under work that I've given myself to the point where I'm no longer able to really relish in the beauty of it and the enjoyment of it. The pressure we put on ourselves to to write a certain way, to be productive a certain way, can be really counterproductive um, in the long run because we're holding ourselves to too strict a standard. And if the day in the life of a writer, and we talked about this weeks ago, um, if the day in the life of the writer for you at this stage in your life looks like sitting down, looking at a blank page, or hitting 50 words in a day, if that's what that daily life looks like, then you are hitting the daily life of a writer the way that you need to be hitting it right now. Yeah, I, I totally agree that set a, set a very, very attainable goal because there's nothing that's better than not only meeting a goal but shooting past it. Mm -hmm. You know, like if your goal is, say, 50 words and you sit down to write and you just you get 250, great. You know, you, you just that's five times what you planned. But then the next day, you're not forcing yourself to write 250 again. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, yeah, I think something that's very attainable and that, that, you're not you're not killing yourself to get it. I mean, if when the day comes that you're making a full time living as a writer, um, and then you can decide how much time you want to scale and then how you want to do it. Are you going to be like Anthony Trollope who wrote in 15 minute blocks for a total of four hours a day? Uh, that's a neat little anecdote that floats around a lot of writing circles. Um, you know, are you going to be like that or? Are you just going to write a little bit every day? Like Stephen King writes 2,000 words a day. And I mean, with that goal, that that's great when it's all done by the early morning or mid-morning. I think that's, that's what's a good day for him is. But what if it's tough, right? Then mm -hmm. you're sitting there till 6 p.m. But for him, that works because he mm -hmm. enjoys it. I mean, I know for myself, I love writing every day. I love making that like the one thing that's like, the most important thing in the day. Now, the thing is, there will be, might be stuff that comes up, but in barring that, it's something I look forward to, but mm -hmm. it's not something I would tell anyone else that that's how you should write. It's well, sort of one of the things I think that both of you do that has been particularly attractive to me and I think really effective for the both of you is allotting time as opposed to word count goals. Um, because if you're having a tough time and even 50 words is like pulling teeth mm -hmm. and you're like, I have to hit 50, that's going to feel terrible. And you're judging yourself based on quantity um, and not, you know, some other metric. But if you sit there and you spent your hour and you got 32 words and that's what you got, but you did your hour and you hit the end of the hour, you always hit that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and barring unforeseen circumstances, which are obviously totally acceptable. Um, but you can say, you know, it was tough this morning, but I did it. Um, and, and it felt good to do it. Um, even if it, even if it hurt, like I've, I started doing Kung Fu recently, um, and I'm very happy to be doing it. It's nice to have the, the endorphins and it's nice to be exercising regularly again. Um, but in, in that exercise, my body is just like suffering because I haven't used it uh, vigorously and I haven't used these muscle groups in a while and uh, I was finally getting acclimated to uh, it's only twice a week but it's very demanding 
um, on my body. And I was finally getting acclimated to, to these uh, postures, to these techniques, and to these sort of muscle movements. And they're like, cool, now we're going to do this other, this other new thing. And so we did a, a new kind of kick, which I've done in the past, but like I've, I haven't done it in what, 15, maybe even 20 years. Um, and like my whole body hurts. <laughs> and I'm just like, ow, I'm sitting on what would be comfortable if I wasn't feeling the way I'm feeling right now. But even in that discomfort, I'm like, yeah, this is great. Um, yeah. Because I know that this is going somewhere good. And it hurt while I was doing it, and it hurt after I was doing it, but I've got my eye on the prize. And if it hurts while I'm writing 30 words, and it hurts after I wrote those 30 words, but the next day I go back anyway because I know that it's going to benefit me in the long run, then those 30 words got me farther towards my goal. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I feel now about the soreness in my glutes. Good good analogy. <laughs> I relate as a, you know, as a runner and a strength, like doing strength training. Like I, I, I'm, I'm remembering when I first started running, uh, it was a foreign thing to me and, but that wonderful feeling when I'm lying in bed, like feeling like I've been put through a paint shaker. Yeah. But knowing that, wow, I'm getting fit. I'm losing weight. I've got muscles, and it's. Mm -hmm. I think to to put that to the writing, uh, you know, like timed writing versus word count. Um, I think just going there and doing the work. You're not thinking about a specific result. You're thinking about the regularity. And yeah. that accrues over time. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a reason why we say that writing is a muscle. Yeah. Or, or yeah. that this kind of mental work is a muscle and it needs exercise. Um, it's because it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's sort of, uh, I know we're probably getting near the near the end of we our are time. Close. Probably a, a good thing to tie some of this together. When you, like tying, actually, I'm going to link back to our previous episode on Plotting versus pantsing or, or plotting or panthering. <laughs> um, we, when you force yourself to sit there for a period of time, you're much, that time can also count for sitting and thinking about uh, where you want things to go. Mm -hmm. If you get stuck, uh, you don't necessarily have to churn words out to meet a word count in a, in a certain time, which often when people set word count goals, they're like, I need to get my words done. Yeah. And if that's your focus, you're more likely to just rush in and make decisions without thinking about them. But if you're there for a period of time and you're not worried about the word count, you're thinking about, I need to move the story forward. Mm -hmm. and there's going to, just like working out, there's going to be bad days where you're in lots of pain and you're not going to make many gains. And then there'll be days where you're really, really rested and you've, you've uh, super compensated. That's mm -hmm. sort of a term they use in, in fitness. Uh, and the muscles have grown bigger, and then you're going to burst further. Cool. And That's that, a great, sort of, great way to look know, at it. That it's, it's great with storytelling. Awesome. So you are correct. We are at the end of our time. Um, and so I'm going to make a, I, I suppose, a recommendation slash whatever it is that we do at the end of these things. Um, I discovered something through the forum for the Writing Excuses Cruise called the Magic Spreadsheet. Um, and it is a system that sort of gamifies daily writing. Uh, and the, the public version of it, you can, you can just Google Magic Spreadsheet. You'll find the Google group. Um, there's a guy whose name is Derek Chamberlain. He's running the public, widely available version. 
um, I decided that I wanted to create a sort of smaller private version. Um, and the way that it works is you enter your word count every day, you get streak credits, you get um, consistency credits for uh, achieving and then surpassing your daily word count goals, um, and then you get points. And as your points add up, you gain levels and your daily word count quota goes up. Uh, you can also enter units of time. If you enter a number between uh, 1 and 16, I learned it counts for a single uh, Pomodoro. So if you follow the Pomodoro method and you did three Pomodoros, which would be, uh, what is that? A little, bit, a little bit over 20, 25. I think Pomodoro is 25. Yeah. Anyway, uh, then you would enter that time and you'd get credit for the streak. Um, but I've introduced it to several members of different slacks, um, and it's a lot of fun because it's it's groups tracking just their word count and daily writing together. Um, and, you know, entering a zero feels bad, um, but it, it also serves as a motivator for me to want to enter numbers higher than zero the next day. Um, and when I do see that streak counter going up, I'm like, oh man, I gotta keep that. I gotta keep my streak going. Um, in fact, one of the guys in one of the Slack groups has like, you know, shaken his fist at me in both appreciation and frustration because he's obsessed with that kind of, that specific kind of gameplay mechanic. And he's like, I have written every day because I cannot let the streak die. I can't let it fail. Um, so if you are interested in the magic spreadsheet, um, reach out to us uh, through our website or on Twitter or whatever, um, and we can see to it that you get an invite if that's something that you're interested in, or uh, we can give you a blank version so you can just use it on your own, whatever. Uh, it's called the Magic Spreadsheet. If you want to join the large public one, Google it. It's all good. And track your daily writing as a friendly competition. Uh, so that's it for A Day in the Life of the Writer. Uh, see ya.